Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reveals a second society based all around vibranium for every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us that rating on whatever podcast app you are currently using. And with that, today's episode is our uh, is our results episode for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And returning again, we have a guest. Uh, welcome back, Law, a.k.a. Black Girl Marvel. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back. I can't wait to see how much I won by. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good chance because we're real bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, Law, do you want to uh, quickly remind everyone uh, where where people can find you and all that that fun internet stuff? Oh, sure, 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 sure. So, um, as was said, my name is Black Girl Marvel. You can find me on all social media at Black Girl Marvel, all one word. Um, I'm on all the socials: Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, whatever you could think of. I'm probably on it. And if I'm not, send me a message and I'll get on there. Um, because why not? You know, the more people I meet, the better this whole social media thing is. And my link tree should be somewhere in the description of this podcast as well. So you could go to my link tree and everything's there for you guys. So. Awesome. Cool. Well, I look forward to you joining co-host and finding out whatever that is. I, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, hope, uh, yes. Uh, so her link tree link should be in the show notes. If for any reason, uh, I forgot to do that. Uh, someone tell me, please. I will, Al. Don't worry. All right. Okay, good. Good. All right. Cool. Hey, so um, if you saw the title of this episode, you know that we are doing our results episode for uh, the predictions that we made for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, so quick reminder that our normal spoiler policy is suspended. So from now on to the end of the episode, uh, we will we might have spoilers for absolutely anything that hap- has happened in the MCU especially Black Panther, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, so uh, just a heads up, if you haven't seen the movie and you really don't want things to be spoiled, maybe turn this episode off right now. Yeah, come on. You know, you saw the title. You know what you're listening to. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And if this is your first time listening to one of our prediction results episode, uh, let's lay out how this works. So previously, we all brought some questions to make predictions for. And today we are each going to tally up points. So each question is worth a maximum of two points, uh, whole numbers only. So zero, one or two points. And uh, we're pretty lenient on the one point. Uh, but if you are spot on, that's how you get the two. Uh, and so we're all just going to go ahead and have a friendly debate. Tony, Tony, friendly debate about hey. this. Hey, last time we tied and I did not throw much of a fit. So that's- <laughs> That's fair, but I am tired of editing out all your cursing when, okay, when you don't win by like 20 <laughs> points. <laughs> all right. Uh, and hey, if you're curious of uh, any of our past episodes, you can just go to our website, mcurewind.com, and click on the prediction results tab on the top right-hand corner, and that has links to each individual episode. So uh, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and quickly talk about uh, what we thought of of the film, so of uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, Law, if you want to go first, what would you what you think of the film? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm like in love with this film. I think this film was a beautiful love letter to Chadwick Boseman. Um, it was a beautiful way for his fans to kind of mourn him and grieve him and like you know be able to because 
you know, we're, we we aren't family in the sense of like his blood family, his family he's created on sets and things like that. But we are a family in the sense that we watched him um, and we not only enjoyed him as Black Panther, but we enjoyed him in all the other roles that he was in. Um, and when I say we, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm talking about everybody, but I'm mainly talking about like Black Americans, you know, mm-hmm. Black people in general, because he just held like a very special place for us um so to be able to kind of like be a part of his like moving on or like you know honoring him in that way I felt like that was very special and I felt like this film did that very very well a lot of films when they try to pivot um from the loss of an actor especially like a lead actor is very hard and like one of the ones that come to mind is Heath Ledger when he passed away and they tried to pivot that third movie into something else. When I know it was supposed to be about Heath Ledger's Joker, it still mm-hmm. was okay, but you could tell that like it wasn't the vision I think that Christopher Nolan had for the third film. This film for me, well, kind of forever for me is like the blueprint for how that's done. How you not only kind of um, show that respect and give like that love letter to that actor but then you also showcase the other actors in ways that they hadn't been showcased before. And then you progress the story that um, more can come from this journey. So uh, I know we said spoilers and everything like that. I, I love that we have a version of T'Challa mm-hmm. in this film. Um, and that it's, because I felt like they satisfied everybody. I've been online and people have been like, you know, the hashtag recast T'Challa and people have been real <clears throat> mad about them removing him. But in actuality, it's like they didn't recast him, but then they recast him at the same time. Um, But they did it in a way that I think fe- like fell in line with the storyline. Um, To see Namor on screen for the first time was pretty epic to me. Um, To see a dude with wings on his ankles is already like epic, but... <laughs> To see how fast he is, how swift he is, how calculating, menacing at times he is, but also sweet and caring. It's it's a lot to put in one character, and I think Tanakh uh, did that amazingly well. But for me, this film was Shuri's film. I feel like it was a, she did an amazing, I think Letitia Wright did an amazing, amazing job, as plainly as Shuri. I think she did an amazing job. You could feel like the grief and the love and the mourning in this film is very palpable, but the story is strong. I feel like anybody that has lost someone could feel how she felt about losing her brother. And I like my brothers, one of my brothers have been passed away for a year. So this film hit like very hard for me. And I recommend this film to everybody. It was just beautiful um, to be a part of. Like I needed tissue the, Mm -hmm. the entire time. And um I was just, and it was just great. I knew Killmonger was coming back. I think that was something that I said previously. Um, that I think Killmonger was gonna yeah. be in this film. And he was, and it was nice to see him. And it's also nice to have that correlation between Wakanda and um was it Talacon. It's like they they're literally two sides of the same coin, and I hope mm-hmm. going forward we'll explore that a little bit more. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I was uh completely blown away by this movie. Um 
I, I came in a little trepidatious. Like I knew I had trust in Ryan Coogler and the writers to handle Chadwick Boseman's passing with grace, but it's like how raw all the acting was is because they weren't acting they were feeling mm-hmm. emotions. oh yeah they were feeling emotions yeah. for sure yeah which i'm like i don't i'm always impressed by marvel's casting and marvel's acting to various degrees but i if angela bassett does not get at least nominated if not wins uh best actor or best supporting actress i'm no i respect that yeah yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> incredible but no i it, I am. This is bad for a podcast. I don't have the words, but, but <laughs> it's just uh, every piece fit. Even I was talking to uh, some friends after I saw the movie, and it was like, even uh, Riri Williams, who like could have been taken out of the script, and they could have had something else. Like she, one of my friends thought she was unnecessary, but she was so likable that we're not mad at her being there. <laughs> um, it's just every piece of this movie this is marvel's in my opinion best film maybe not my favorite movie because i have nostalgia for the older stuff but it's their best made film and Mm -hmm. i was completely just blown away by every aspect of this movie uh al what are your thoughts i should not have gone last because you both said all the big stuff (laughs) like i i i agree with everything that 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 you both have already said i i mean i think uh you know the the movie was like the tone of it just starting going in was so heavy mm-hmm. and i like normally when that happens like i start thinking okay i'm worried i'm going to get bored but no I, I mean for a nearly 3 hour movie i was not bored at all uh, the only reason i checked my watch a couple times was because i had to use the bathroom and i <laughs> needed to know how much longer to hold it and uh but no no the, i mean the the movie was great and from an emotional standpoint i'm not someone who cries uh during movies the older I get, the closer I come to it. Um, and so there were two points in this film where I came close to it. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so it, it that that all was great. Um, you know, seeing Talocan, you know, just like you said, uh, I think it was Tony who said, you know, two sides of the same coin or lot. Okay, now I can't lost remember. I, lost that, lost that. All right, well, uh, <laughs> got to attribute that right. Uh, yeah, two sides of the same coin. And, and you're right, like the, the way that they work. And I, uh, I, I mean, there were a couple of things that I, I kind of wish, you know, I, I, I do wish they kind of fleshed out Talocan a little bit better uh, in that regard. Because, like, I have some questions. You know, at least in the first Black Panther film, uh, they said how they forge vibranium. They didn't say any of that here. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Just, you know, those kinds of world building questions. Uh, but this wasn't their movie, right? So that that makes sense. Um uh, but stuff but like it that. Might come, uh, but it might come in another one because he's yeah. not going anywhere, you know. Oh yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm so glad he's not going anywhere. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah because yeah, what did they say? They say that um he has his spear was like more refined. It, it was pure vibranium. It was like pure vibranium, what, as opposed yeah, yeah. to like how Shuri mm-hmm. breaks it down and creates things. So like his, which is why he was slicing through their stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <it> was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was a, a great film. And you know, one of the things that uh, I know, Tony, you and I had talked about this sometime in the past few months that the past handful of Marvel films have been very big, epic in space. These characters are completely safe. No one's going to die. Any of that stuff. Uh, I, I've been really wanting something 
more grounded. I mean, you know, as grounded as we can get in in Marvel, uh, and and this completely delivered on that. Like I, this is exactly the the movie I've been craving for for a while you know, oh, within awesome. the MCU. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after like after the death of Queen Ramonda, I was like when Shuri got stabbed, I was like, oh my god, we're going to get another mm-hmm. Black Panther <laughs> because they're not going <laughs> to let this franchise die. But I totally believe that she could have died which i don't always feel that in the marvel movies right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 i mean like essentially he pulled a thanos on her and just stabbed mm-hmm. her in the stomach yeah <laughs> um because uh, mm-hmm. the moment that happened i just flashed back to to tony on titan mm-hmm. and oh, yep. him getting stabbed and i was just like oh no <laughs> um but i just wanted to touch on riri real quick because i actually had a conversation with somebody who um felt like riri was unnecessary mm-hmm. um and one okay i was gonna say one she has to be introduced somewhere because her show is coming up so she has to be introduced um but second she's the catalyst for this entire film Mm -hmm. if she does not create that machine a machine in which probably nobody else other than maybe shuri in the in the sense of the characters that have been established in our universe shuri is the only one that could create that that machine Mm-hmm. And she probably wouldn't even thought about doing that. So if Riri would have never created that machine, the United States would have, or other places would have never found that vibranium. Namor would have never been quote unquote, like unwakened. And we would have never had this film. So I didn't need her to be very prominent in this film. I needed sprinkles of her. And that's mm-hmm. what I got. And and she, anything that she said, she was, she was us. She was us. If we got thrown into a situation in which we were being chased not only by like the FBI and the CIA, but by supernatural creatures that she has no yeah. idea how to face. So for me, I enjoyed the bits of her that we got. She was funny. She added levity to mm-hmm. a film that without her would be very, very heavy and yeah. very thick for people to get through. And then two, she has her own TV series coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see where she goes from here. You know, her story, um, like I said, I, I hope that they have her kind of like, I don't, I don't want to use the word revere because that's not what I mean. I want her to, I want, I don't even want her to be fangirl, but I want her to like Tony Stark because there's no reason for her to be like, cause in the comics, she's a fan. She likes him. Mm -hmm. She's a fan. And I need a little bit of that. They kind of made her. So she's like a fan of Wakanda, Mm -hmm. which she already knew about Shuri and everything, but I need her to be kind of be a fan of, tony's as well because why you got an iron suit if you ain't a fan of tony yeah no that's what that was what i was <laughs> gonna know? say is like it's obvious she based her suit off of tony's oh suit. for sure yeah so mm-hmm. yeah yeah you you could definitely see like a or could couldn't consider a a version of this film where instead of her it was some other random person mm-hmm. and as the audience we don't really care about that scientist too much and in that scenario maybe they actually died uh well, like no you know, for that sure. could be a like, potential ooh, thing yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but but yeah but just like you said a lot like riri was just great she's such a, a lovable character so much mm-hmm. fun like every, every time she was around she, it was just she was just cool yeah that was great yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah you like, didn't want her to die <laughs> you yeah know, you're, you're mm-hmm. like oh she can't die she's funny yeah they never like, they never want funny people to die so. <laughs> that's true mm-hmm. That's why, like, I like. I think I said last episode, I've never read uh, any comics with Riri and Williams in it. But now I'm super hyped for her Ironheart show. So mm-hmm. they, did their, they did their job. I feel like they yeah. did, you know. Yeah. yeah. And she was still kind of new. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the things about the film that I love is that, like, 
Shuri took the herb. Yeah, she got stronger. Yeah, she got a suit. But that didn't make her, like, invincible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was very... It was very mimicking of T'Challa's first go because he wasn't perfect. He yeah. got wrecked. She got wrecked. You know what I mean? So, like, but they both came out because, like, of, of like, their resolve, their strength, like, their, actually, their mother, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're being honest, um, <laughs> kind of propelled them. So, I enjoyed that she just didn't get into a suit and was just, like, mangling people. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was for a little bit because she she did some stuff that I didn't like that, you know, some some moves and twists and turns like she was moving more cat like more panther, mm-hmm. more panther like, which I, I thoroughly enjoy that. Like because she's a she's a woman and it's like feline. And like, so I won't I would want her to have like that sleekness, whereas like a male panther might have more of a aggressiveness, which is kind of like what T'Challa had. So I like that she had like more of a, a feminine take on it. Um, but I. I don't know. I think everybody was amazing. I love that Okoye lost in a yeah. sense. And then she learned their language. To me, that would have chilled me to the bone. Mm-hmm. If somebody is so mad at me that they learn my language so that they can communicate words to me, <laughs> I'd be like, something's wrong with her. Like, she's not right. <laughs> like, I'm afraid now. I would have been afraid. Like, oh, you learned my language so you could talk to me? Oh, it's about to be. Because she, I mean... She's the general in a sense, but I also love that she's no longer the general. I yeah. also I love that she can be kind of like how Na, uh, Na, uh, Nakia was. Like Nakia was Dora Milaje, and she left and became a little something more. And I think it was time for Oke- Okoye to become something more. So I, I enjoyed that part. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to. Uh, well, I have been looking forward to it, but Ryan Coogler is producing a Disney Plus Wakanda series, yeah. And people have been wondering like what that is. I'm like, I am sure that's um, going to be either an Okoye centric or the Midnight Angels team. You know, the suits. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. and of course they couldn't reveal it because it wasn't revealed that this was she got a suit and she was Midnight Angel in the movie. So I'm hyped yeah. for that going out either being like someone who does Wakanda's bidding outside of Wakanda or mm-hmm. another protector, but I'm excited to see where that takes us. Yeah. I'm excited to see that too. We need yeah. more. We, I, I, that's the best thing to me about Disney plus and about like Marvel MCU stuff is that mm-hmm. they're, you can take secondary characters yeah. and then give them like a little, like a little web, a web series in a sense. Cause that's all this is. If you give mm-hmm. me like eight to nine episodes, it's like a web series. And so mm-hmm. you, I, I love that you can do that. And you can flesh out more characters. So when you come back to like the films and they're yeah. in the films, you're like, oh man, this is a direct correlation from this. And honestly, it just gives me more time with these characters that I love. Like mm-hmm. I, I want it all. I don't care how good or how bad or whatever people feel about it. I'm just enjoying the content. I'm just enjoying the ride because just as quickly as this started, it can end even quicker. Yep. So I'm just here for it, you know? Yeah, you're right. Like, if nothing lasts forever, but hopefully this we got another like 15, 20 years of this. I feel like we will, and mm-hmm. I feel like we're all gonna be like old adults and be like, I remember my day, Iron Man. Yeah. Like Iron Man, you <laughs> know. I think it's gonna be like one of those things. I hope this goes like forever. I'll always be a fan of this. Yeah, and hopefully in this forever, DC gets better because <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I mean, you know, they got James Gunn. I'm. I'm optimistic for the first time in a long time on DC side. So James Gunn is their John Favreau, I'm assuming, or something. So yeah, he yeah, yeah. John Favreau, uh, Kevin Feige, because there's two people on that side. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. do we want to jump into our questions? Uh, actually, I did one one other okay. thing. I know yeah, we yeah. kind of talked about it a little. I I wanted to get your thoughts on on Shuri being Black Panther. Like, what did you like it? Did you dislike it? What were your your thoughts? I I know it was it was basically a uh, you know open secret that that essentially that that's what she was no, was going to sure, be. Yeah. Um, I I heard um uh I forgot what I was listening to because I, I listened to a couple podcasts today of people talking about the movie and I forgot who it was, but someone said that they got to the theater early like before the the trailer started and everything and they saw a, a commercial for for lego toys you know the black panther wakanda forever legos and and that that set had shuri as the black panther mm-hmm. and so uh but uh anyway so yeah what, what do you think uh let's start with let's start with tony um i i mean i liked it i liked how she's obviously because of her grief uh she's a darker black panther um we've got uh we got the scene with Killmonger, which I knew he was going to be in it. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that they'd meet him on the ancestral plane. I was deeply, deeply worried that they were going to do a terrible, like CGI Chadwick Boseman. Like deep fake. Of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, they've got to have more respect for that than that. And they did. So I was happy with that. But like in the comics, Shuri is Black Panther and she is a much more morally gray Black Panther. So I'm excited to see where she goes in the next five or ten years until uh, Prince T'Challa is old enough to take up the mantle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And, um, and Locke, what would you think? I mean, I know you kind of said a little bit already, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved her. Um, you know, there was a lot of there's a lot of stuff on Twitter, you know, where people are like, you know, there was a black man as Black Panther and so many boys had t'challa to look up to and i'm just like well now a bunch of girls have shuri Mm -hmm. to look up to and i don't think one's better than the other i just think they are and for me to see um a a black woman just deal with her grief but also kind of put that aside for her nation and also for the betterment of herself as well because if she would have killed namor that would have that would have did more harm than good um Mm -hmm. i loved shuri as uh, Black Panther is kind of very similar to what Tony said to the fact that she's a bit of her brother she's a bit of Killmonger and she's a bit of herself and that makes for a very a very dynamic and interesting uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. you know T'Challa was more so like of a higher ground I guess and then, you know, Killmonger was kind of lower. And then Shuri's like in the middle of that. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to be swift and quick, very Killmonger, go for the gusto. You Sometimes you have to do that. But then sometimes you have to settle some things, like slow some things down, settle some things down and have a conversation. Or, you know, because in the fight between her and Namor, she kind of fought like Killmonger in mm-hmm. the sense of how how aggressive she was but then when it came to the point of killing him and then she saw the vision of her mother yeah she was very much like her brother especially when she said yield you know that kind of made me cry a little bit because it, it was a lot of callbacks to the first one and um it was very very she's I don't know I keep using the word interesting but that's the word I have because I'm just curious to see what other obstacles will come her way because in the first film she was like 16 technically Mm -hmm. she's 21 but she got blipped 
Yeah. So she's still 16, maybe 17, 18 at this point. I don't know how many years. If, I mean, obviously five years have passed because Prince yeah. T'Challa got to be like six or seven or something like that. Like he, he <laughs> was born during the blip. We could tell he was born during the mm-hmm. blip. Um, But she's about... I mean, chronological. I know she disappeared, but chronologically, she's she's a grown woman in a sense, but she's still a child that had to yeah. grow up very quickly, um, and and lost pretty much all her family around her. Her mother mm-hmm. was her last, like you know, part of life. So, like, I'm excited to see what the future has in store for her, especially as Shuri and as the Black Panther, because you know those are two separate entities. I don't know how she's going to. I think she's going to be way more aggressive and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for a darker, a darker tone to these movies, you know? So I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm super curious where they go from here. Cause right now I'm mm-hmm. still in, like, saw this movie a couple days ago. I'm still stunned. Like, I don't know where you go mm-hmm. from here. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure they have ideas. I'm excited to see it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. I'll, uh, so I'll, I'll go with my thoughts. Um, so I, I, I feel like I'm one of the few people with, with somewhat negative thoughts in the sense that I think storyline-wise, it made absolute perfect sense that, you know, that's what it was. Like, she was the one. She made the the heart-shaped herb. Uh, she, like, gave it to herself because she wa- she was angry, right? She, she wanted vengeance. Mm-hmm. She wanted to fight uh, Namor, all that stuff. Like, it, it made perfect sense. Um, I'm... I am actually curious what happens at the end because they were a little coy about it. Like, I don't know. Did she did she just leave Wakanda forever? Like, did she give up being in the Black Panther? Does she still have those powers? Because she also planted those more heart-shaped herbs um, in the in the forest. Um, and I'm assuming that, you know, because we have that scene at the end where... Um, Umbaku. Uh, Umbaku. Yeah, that's right. Umbaku was like, hey, uh, I'm... I want to challenge for the throne. Uh, like, will he also choose to be Black Panther in that scenario, uh, or will he just be a ruler? Like, what? Yeah. What's the what? What happens there? So I'm curious, right? These are questions that I have that they didn't answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting where things go from that perspective. Um, but I just yeah. I did think it was weird that you know it 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 did go with her because you know the entire movie like oh man Okoye like she has an arc too in the in the film like mm-hmm. she you know, was stripped of her title. Uh, and like she, she could have like, she, she would have been great to take it. Basically my whole thing was I was a little, I never thought really it would be her, uh, Shuri, because you know, the black Panther is a warrior, right? You have to go through a whole trial and all that stuff to, to be able to, to be the black Panther. Uh, and, um, yeah, it just felt, you know, like not the, the character for it, given what we have seen with, with uh her in the mcu uh, but like i said it, it made perfect sense for this film mm-hmm. yeah and i'm curious where things go but yeah well i think um i think she's still black panther yeah i think she's still okay. black panther um when mbaku shows up he says he says something like he's here he's here in her stead or now he didn't use those words but he was like he stepped in for her so that's when he was like who wants to fight for their like the right to be black panther like that's why he was there I think he was fighting for her because she went to like Haiti to like breathe for a little bit. Me personally, I didn't see anything. I know she becomes like Black Panther in the comics, but even in the sense of like the story of who she is, kind of didn't see a problem with it. I think people, whether they thought thought so or not, I think people were waiting for her to lead Mm -hmm. as messed up as it was (laughs) like, because she's the princess 
I mean, that's the lineage, you know what I mean? Like, you know, her mother stepped in, her mother died. She's the only like heir to that throne in a sense. And nobody's going to fight her for that in this moment. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because like we're being Mm -hmm. attacked and stuff like that. But I think she was a, I think she was the choice that everybody was waiting for. So when like the scene where she finally drops down in the suit, I think they, I think everybody had been waiting on that. I think everybody has been waiting for her to kind of like get back on her feet and become who they know she can become. And I think she's been, I think she was running from it the entire movie, you know, staying, staying in her, in her lab and working on suits and maybe, you know, we might get attacked. We don't have a black Panther, so we got to do this. And I think she was really trying not to be. Mm -hmm. And then Namor forced her hand to do it. And then she probably, I think, I think in the end she realized that like, she might realize maybe in another movie that this is where she's supposed to be. I think yeah. it might be a struggle. That might be another plot for the the next the next film or wherever we see her again. Like the struggles of still being like Shuri mm-hmm. and and being the Black Panther. I think that might be a storyline chosen. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think she's still Black Panther, and my bet is next movie or next crossover, whenever we get news of what happens in Wakanda, is is King Mbaku. Uh, un- as a steward until she is ready to rule, mm-hmm. because he's now firmly an ally of the throne. Yeah, I think he's like her <laughs> yeah. vizier now, yeah. like in the sense of like a Jafar type character. Mm-hmm. I think because he said that he was there to like he told his brother, she told her brother that she'll he will give her counsel. Yep. And so I feel like you know she needs that like semi devil angel because he's. Because Mbaku isn't like, you know, he speaks the truth. And anytime you see him on screen, he speaks the truth. He might be a little harsh with it or he comes out a little blunt, but he speaks the truth. And Shuri, Shuri needs that. She doesn't need somebody like Nakia who will just like let her pass Mm -hmm. on stuff or, you know, her mom that loves her too much to force her. Mbaku forces her to be a little uncomfortable to change for the better. So I'm excited to see that dynamic as well. Yeah, as a as a ruler, you definitely need that someone who gives you the harsh truths, not just what you want to hear or something to oh, sure. shelter your feelings. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I think now now we're we're good. Now we should jump onto the the questions. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, let's, right. let's, let's get my win out the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, in that case, uh, we'll start with the first question, which is the one that I asked, so I'll go ahead and read it. A clip was released showing Shuri and Okoye basically kidnapping Riri Williams. They are nicely forcing her to go to Wakanda. Why are they doing that? All right, uh, we'll start with you, Al. Uh, mm-hmm. You said that she was doing some research for the school, for funsies, in parentheses, and stumbled onto something, then posted it online. We rediscovered a way to track Atlanteans, and Wakanda wants to, her help to keep doing that for them. So, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna argue for one point, okay, because of the like she she did do it kind of for funsies, right? Her making that that uh, machine. Um, mm-hmm. She said that like her professor said that she couldn't do it, so she did it anyway to prove him wrong. Um, the rest of it, I think, is pretty much wrong. Um, but uh, I, I think I think what I, I deserve a a point for that because I, I don't think I'm going to get a lot of other points. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Law? Should we throw this two on one to him? <laughs> uh, I was gonna I was gonna argue for a half a point, but no, I think he I think I think 
because es- essentially it was for fun yeah. that she did it. You know what I'm saying? She did it to spike her teacher, and that can always be fun to spike mm-hmm. your teacher. So. Right. Yeah, I think he deserves a point for sure. All right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll give it to you Al, this time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. And and it, and just and I'm, I'm glad it convinced you to go up to one point because we don't do halves. But, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, which is why we do two points because one point is half a point. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Law, your answer was uh, because she's part of the Wakandan outreach program. Shuri was taking a locking tour and they need her knowledge or technology. So. I mean, I they do need their technology. <laughs> I'm, I mean, that's not like a point, though. Like. <laughs> yeah, if, they, if they need her. Yeah. Point, we're giving Al a point. We can give you a point because, like, half like dead wrong, half spot on. So I no I for sure because like that other that <laughs> first part when you started reading, I was like, oh, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was real wrong. <laughs> but I mean, they did need her. They needed her smart. They needed her technology. So I mean, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah one sweet. point that makes okay, sense to me. Sweet. All right. <laughs> and then my answer was uh, they're targeting her because they assume her suit or tech is based on stolen Wakandan tech. So they. Uh, are trying to bring her in to make sure she's not signing with Namor. I will honestly say I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't even know about Namor. She doesn't have Wakanda tech. Uh, I'm not even going to argue for that. I'll argue for points later, but that one I can't. <laughs> I will honestly agree with you, Tony. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> yes, I also agree. If you guys agree. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so next question. What will the resolution be to the fighting between the Wakandans and the, uh, I said Atlanteans, but I didn't know that they had changed the, the phrase in the MCU. Yeah. Te- te- telecons now? Yeah. Is that, yeah. it's, okay, all right. I'm going to say like Telakins. Telakins? Namor and Telakins. Or Namor and Talokan. Kulakan. Anyway, why did they all stop fighting at the end? All right. Starting with Law. They will stop because something bigger happens, and then you team up because someone else was pulling the strings. Nope. Yeah, I can honestly yeah. say I'm happy they didn't go this way. I think that's one of the cheaper ways yep. <laughs> they do in superhero movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm remembering my answer, and it was along the same lines. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, that would. Uh, that's. I always hate it when like they start as. No, enemies I hate that then, too. You know, but yeah, yeah. 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 All right, Al, we'll just go to yours since you're already talking about it. Uh, okay. Namor will see the Wakandans are not the enemy when he learns the history of Killmonger and finds out that he is still alive. This will lead them to a team-up to figure out who to wham-bam punch in the third act. Uh, yeah, I'll take my zero points on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine says, uh, in the aftermath of the flooding of Wakanda... Uh, Wakanda unleashes a terrible weapon on Talakan. When both sides see the devastation, they broker an uneasy truce. I'm going to argue for a point because when they are seeing the devastation and the damage they're doing to each other, they do broker an uneasy truce. Like, they're allies in name. But I think Namor is still being pretty treacherous, so it's pretty uneasy. <laughs> Wait. Oh, um, yeah. Re- re- repeat your answer. Repeat okay. your answer. In the aftermath of the flooding of the capital, Wakanda, Wakanda unleashes a weapon, unleashes a weapon on Talokan, which is completely false. When both sides see the devastation of the war, they broker an uneasy truce. Okay, I'm gonna so, fight. I mean, for, I'm gonna fight for no points because 
I'm going by your words because you said both sides and both sides didn't see anything. Only Shuri saw the um slightly saw. Like she and she didn't even really see, I guess. She just didn't want to kill him. Um, I mean kind of, right? Like she she had those flashbacks, um or at least, you know, those flashbacks that we as the audience saw. It was uh, like mixed in with uh, Wakanda and Talokan, because you know when she went down there, mm. um, she, she was saying like, "Yeah, they're just normal people too. Why do they need to be at war?" Also, um, I just felt I, like she saw their similarities mm-hmm. and not so much saw their mm-hmm. devastation. So yeah, and, but at the same time, like, kind of one of the things that Umbaku said earlier was like, "Yeah, this is their god. You kill their god, we're always at war. That that just leads to devastation." And and I feel like that was part of her growth as a character. Like, well, if I mm-hmm. if I do kill him, get this vengeance, I'll feel happy for an hour, but it's just gonna be bad the rest of the way after that. Um, and 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 that's and for that, that's a said that's why I think one point for Tony. Um, like I'm I'm arguing for that one. Um, also, they did kind of have a weapon. It was specific to Namor, but it wasn't like a big bomb type of thing. <laughs> oh, they're, yeah. they're a blow dryer of death? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 blow dryer of death, yeah. <laughs> um, so it looks like we're split law. Uh, one yeah. or zero. Tony, what are you thinking? You're going to flip a die uh, yeah. or something? I'm not going to argue against myself. No, he's definitely <laughs> not going to argue against himself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so guys, make the choice. Do I get a point or not? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, I mean, we're, we're usually are pretty lenient, so I think we yeah, usually I'll err on the side it, of giving points. Giving points, yeah, All giving right. points. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I can be harsh. I won't be harsh. <laughs> yeah. um, so at the end of the first round, we each have one point. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. Nice. <laughs> Looking good. Moving on to my questions. Uh, will Talokan, name our society, be retconned into any of the previous events in the MCU? Um, I said the underwater earthquake will be mentioned in. Uh, oh, let me start again. I said the underwater earthquake mentioned in Endgame is Talokan mining for another pocket of vibranium, and I was wrong, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Law says no because his society is thri- one that thrives on secrecy. And yeah, that's two points, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, that is spot on. <laughs> kind of proud of myself with that yeah. one. I kind of forgot I said that. Good job. <laughs> and then Al, you said uh, no, that we will uh, nothing that we have seen in any of the MCU properties so far, but we will be told that society plus Wakanda have an uneasy trust of each other, basically a small Cold War. So see, Al, you're too specific. <laughs> ah. All right, so one point though, right? Nothing. Nothing that we've seen in the MCU so far? Yeah, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, you got half. The important part you got right, yeah. but you just were too specific. What do you yeah. think, Locke? I got this... <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what you usually... Isn't that what usually happens? You're too specific, and that's all that loses you points? One point, because we didn't see him, and he got that part right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one point. Right. She don't do half points in the in the yeah. sense of like point five. Yeah, so one point. <laughs> we we used to do halves, uh, but that's why we we were on only zero to one. So then we we just doubled it to make it easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right. Our, my next question is, we know that someone, Shuri, becomes the new Black Panther. How did they get the powers with the heart-shaped herb destroyed by Killmonger in the previous film? Um, I said they obviously have a seed vault in case of some disaster. Which is not true, but goddammit, they better have a seed vault now. They learned their lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Al, you said that the two parts, when Nakia becomes a Black Panther, she will have no powers, but it's all badassery, plus some Black Panther suit technology. But later on, Bast, the Panther God, will give her powers. Um, actually, Al, I... we could take away points from you, because Nakia wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> i i was actually just about to say like i think it's okay that i got too specific on this one because no matter what it's zero every single part of that was wrong <laughs> and then law you said shuri creates a synthetic heart shaped heart shaped herb but it might wear off and they need riri's help yeah yeah i was so, partially right partially wrong you- yeah, I feel like you pulled an owl. You were too specific. Mm-hmm. You yeah, just had that I did first part. Pull, yeah, I did pull an owl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, when the movie started, like, because that's what it starts on, right? Her trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, oh, so later on she's going to make it, and that's that's where it'll come from. La completely got that right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that they, she was making it and failing, and then her mom just comes up. It's like, did you go down the hall to the um, seed vault? It's, it's right there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that she had like the burnt leaves of the seeds, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of like trying to trying to like pretty much take whatever DNA she can take out of them. Like her working in the lab was giving me Tony vibes when Tony worked yep. in the lab and like had holograms and holographic things that he can like physically touch and move and stuff. So that was a nice little like touch, you know. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I do like those yeah. interactive holograms in different Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, I, I forgot how much I missed the technology that Wakanda has. Like it's just so cool. It's so different from everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I I'm conflicted about whether I thought that Talokan should be technologically advanced or they're more or if I like that they're more kind of rural and one with the sea. Um because I would like to see Talokan's version of Shuri's lab. I think that would be cool. But I like differences too. <laughs> you know, I actually was kind of thinking about that. Um, during the film like when we we saw the city and everything i kept thinking like so so what is their technology like because on land we use electricity all over the place and that's like that's that's what gives us our technology essentially right right? like that plus other things but electricity is such a huge piece of this what would they use underwater because like i assume they would figure something out yeah but what uh electric eels Oh, okay. All right. Well, there, there we go. Well, I, it seems to be whale power. I love how they travel along on killer whales and humpback whales, <laughs> or blue whales. Yeah, me too. It. Yeah, I, and so that's kind of why I think like, oh, they they just they don't have any technology really. They're they're just kind of living off the land. Like, okay, that's not so bad, I guess. Yeah. Um, we haven't said it yet, but Law, you get a point. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't make that official. You're right. <laughs> Um, at the grand end of the second round, um, I am going strong with one point. Al, you have twice as many points as I do with uh, two. Ooh. And Law, you have a commanding four-point lead. 
Sweet. Yep. Or a lead of four points. Whatever. However you say that. But yeah, you're winning. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on to your questions, Law. Uh, Ramonda says everyone in their family is gone. Does this mean the part of the film takes place during the blip? If so, how much of that do you think we'll see? I was completely wrong. Yeah, you, <laughs> you said very little, which we got none. <laughs> um, Al, you said no. Nothing in the film takes place during those five years. Not even a single visual flashback. Nope. <sighs> All right. So is that one or two? Because we did get flashbacks to Namor growing up as a kid. Like but given that, that story, no, but that, like, I don't know. That's, nope. nope. I think yes. that's two points. I think that's yeah, two points. You got two points honestly. for that, man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, like, I can't even like, deny that, you know? That's yeah, that things. was like 500 years ago, Namor stuff. Yeah. So. Um, and then I said, uh, I think we'll get very little. I think Shuri fakes her own death to draw Namor out. Uh, and I didn't even finished typing. I said draw Namor out by making, and then I don't have anything else. But no matter <laughs> what it was, it wasn't going to give me another point. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. Um. Did sorry. Did we say how many points Law got? Because I I was thinking one, but I I don't know if we agreed. No, she officially said on that. there will no. be very little. Like we decided no points on that one. Yeah, okay. no points right. on that one. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Sorry. All right. Thanks, Al. Stop rubbing it into our guest. That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my apology. I won't. I won't do that again. Okay. <laughs> um. And for the record, Al, I got zero points too. God. No. All right. <laughs> what next question for Law? Law, Law, Law? Let me do that again. Next question for Law. What is the catalyst of Namor wanting to take on the Wakanda? Do the Wakandans attack first, or is there a third party pinning them against each other? Um, I said, I think it's a combination of two things. Talakan and Wakanda have a history, possibly very old, of butting heads, and a third party is stoking the fires. The flood is the opening attack. I think all of that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think part of it's right. Yeah, the, the flood is the opening attack of the war. <laughs> no, but there is a third party. So, like, you weren't wrong about that. Stoking the flames, in a sense. So, I, I am going to argue against like myself US. getting a point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, like, there's a third party trying to figure out what's happening. The C, uh, yeah, the CIA and the United States, if that's who you're talking about, never find out about Talakan in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they no. they just kind of fumbled into it. I don't know because what's her name is there, and I don't think she fumbles. I don't think she fumbles into anything. You know what I mean? Oh, I think, uh, the Countess. Yeah, I don't think she fumbles into anything. She might not have known about, um like Talakan, but she was still stoking the flames for for like Wakanda to be um like penetrated which essentially is which was the whole thing about mm-hmm. what's his name Namor being like if they know about you they'll know about us yeah like that's his whole thing so I, I don't know I feel like a point you know what I don't I'm, know, but that's just I can't me. you know what Al Law's the guest, and if she wants to give me a point, I think it would be rude to say no. All right, all right, fine. You know, keep trying. You, you, you keep giving Tony. All right, fine, fine. One, okay, I'll agree. I'm still losing, man. It's okay. Okay, all right, all right. Um, the only reason I agree. Yeah. Al, you wrote like a paragraph, so let me get into this. Guess paragraph. Yes. Yeah. Historically, 
they never liked each other. Kind of like a Cold War. The Wakandas, a Wakandans accidentally start things, and it snowballs from there. They are researching something in the ocean and accidentally destroy something like an underwater temple. Then Namor is convinced by a conniving priest-type character to attack Wakanda. All right, I'll take my zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking, I was looking for a one in there for you, but I... <laughs> yeah, the fact that like Namora talks after the fact about being upset, yeah, does, does mm-hmm. yeah. not a catalyst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in a sense, like the best that I could, like I'm, I'm not saying that this is for any points, but the best I could say is, I mean, the U.S. accidentally started things, and then it snowballed from there, that's uh, true, and that's right. about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. that's it. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. And then Law's answer. Uh Namor knows that there's a spot on the throne and he, he sees this as an opportunity to rule the land and the sea. Namor attacks first. Probably possibly a Jafar like advisor tells him to attack. I mean he does attack first. He does attack first. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I should get a point for that. He he does he does attack first. The rest of that was spot on wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I feel like that should be a point though, because he does attack I, first. He does, but the question was why, like, or what? What is what makes him attack first? I. Uh... It's okay. I don't have to get any points. <laughs> it's fine. You know. Oh, now I feel bad. You're gonna hate us. You, You're gonna you give us a bad, bad review. But Al, you made no. the decision. Al, yes. Al made the decision. That, no, I get see, it. No, well, that I, wasn't I'm me, cool. right? It wasn't I'm cool me. With you. I'm cool with you, Tony. It's Al, man. I just, yeah, right? I'm not feeling, right? I'm not feeling Al anymore. Yeah. Oh, God, this is this is why my wife doesn't play board games with me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At the end of three rounds, I have two points i mean my points are fewer than yours but they're cooler so i have two awesome points <laughs> uh al you have four points and because of al's cruelty law you also have four points so he's keeping True. you <laughs> it's cool it's cool he wants us to tie he don't want me to win it's cool i yeah. get it well, you gotta you gotta win right at the end. If you're just winning the entire time, then it's no fun, right? Yeah. It's very true. But it, I mean, not fun for y'all, but it's fun for me. But yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> All right, and moving on to our three always around questions. Um, excluding Namor, will any other MCU characters make a cameo appearance? Um, I. I'm just going to tell you guys all. We all put Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters because we all have hope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, I said Yo-Yo Rodriguez. If like some kid was playing with Yo-Yo, I'd argue with it. Uh, but no. Uh, La, you said uh, Philip J. Colson. So mm-hmm. also no. And Al, you said uh, Alfonso Mac McKenzie, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. So... You yeah. know what's crazy? In a previous conversation I had with somebody, I said, I said oh, Killmonger's coming back. I just didn't mm-hmm. say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I if I was smarter, I would have said Killmonger because I mentioned him in a previous in one of my other answers. <laughs> yeah, like in one other one, I said that he was still alive and he was gonna be there in the movie. Like, ah, man, all right. <laughs> yeah, I should have gone with like the new Nick Fury of Contessa Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> yeah, she's the she's yeah. the evil Nick Fury. She yeah, is evil Nick sure. Fury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next question. Will this show have any scenes anywhere that hint at any mutants or X-Men entering the MCU? Law says only Namor, no others, which is spot Correct. on. Correct. Yeah, in fact, he says yep. the word mutant 
Like, he does. <laughs> I flipped yeah. out in the theaters when he yeah. said that. Though. I was like, I got a point. Like, I literally said, I was like, flipped out in the theaters. Also, also, they didn't do the X Men theme, which I'm like, that would not fit in this movie. So good on them. <laughs> Listen, if they do that every time they mention a mutant, I will crack up like a running joke. I feel so like uh, Deadpool three when it hits, like they're going to do it like every thirty seconds because it will just be <laughs> mutants everywhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, he said it. Like, he had to say that word um, just to tell everyone, tell the audience. Yes, that's true. Yep, mutant. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah, it, I I kind of do wish like that it, they did play that that music. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, with Miss Marvel and like even if they mixed it, even if they mix it for me, it didn't have to be classic '90s. I felt like it worked for uh, Miss Marvel because it's like it's a kids thing. Like Miss mm-hmm. Marvel's like teen stuff like that. I feel like it worked for that. But if they would have mixed it with like maybe some like Wakandan drums or something like that. I think that would have been dope if they would have did it. That, that would have been cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't like, I'm not a musically inclined person. I don't know how that would work with the drums <laughs> and the, it, usually it's like what electric guitar that they do the X-Men theme with. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I like Ludwig Gortz and the guy who uh, scored this cause he also does Mandalorian and I like his stuff so he could do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's been crushing these two Black Panther films, though. Right. With the music. Um. So yeah, Al, you said, uh, yes, uh, they'll say slash imply mutants have always been around, but we won't see any others in anymore. So one I, point. I I kind of give you two points for that man, just because Ooh, like oh. he's like four hundred years old. So I don't know what <laughs> always around means, but that's pretty a long time. <laughs> I, um, God, I. So I hate that they didn't really say he's like, like Marvel mutant. He just called himself, yeah, I was, I was a mutant. Like I'm, I'm a daywalker kind of thing. I'm like Blade of the Sea, right? Yeah. If he said um, that, I would appreciate it. But more. like, but how would, but how would he say it though? Like he, because yeah. he wouldn't say like I'm a Marvel mutant. Like how would he say it? You well, know? Oh, he would say like those X Men. <laughs> well, I, I would say like you know I, I wasn't human. Like I'm inhuman or something. I think that would have been. But he's not inhuman, though. <laughs> That's a joke. He does yeah. that all the time. <laughs> every time, every time. Um, no, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I'm yeah. fighting. I'm fighting for one point. <laughs> okay, I'm fighting for one point. It's only I mean, because I don't you want... know that Al will tie with you, but I will definitely give Al one point. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't want to argue against myself, but I do think <laughs> one point. I I think yeah. <laughs> Because they didn't say anything specifically to say other mutants. Have yeah, been it was just him. Yeah. He was just him. So yeah, I'm I'm a fight for one. <laughs> and then I said, Aurora Monroe, aka Storm, will appear, which we know now that Aurora is like six years old because she will eventually marry Prince T'Challa. <laughs> for sure. So she has to at least be six yeah. or seven or something like that. Yeah, right. For sure. If they do decide to bring her in, so that's still a a nice way of eventually working in storm into mm-hmm. the mcu yeah. so. and then you look at classic x-men comics like storm wasn't part of the first class so she could be right. the second round after we get whenever we get x-men yeah for <laughs> sure i'm here for it yeah in phase seven i don't i don't know they they haven't announced anything for the current uh the infinity saga right or it's not yeah we and have, i mean if the you, multiverse saga and if yeah. you want to they can always they can always be like it's been 15 years or something like they can always like yeah, i mean you know speed the time up or something yeah. or time travel shenanigans <laughs> with king like we already skipped five exactly. years for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. that's true yeah. or bring him in from the future 
Yeah. You can easily bring in like a, like, you know that there's a Prince T'Challa out there, so you can easily be like a multiversal one where he's older. Mm -hmm. He's not a kid. Something like that Mm -hmm. or however, you know. I'm so happy with how they did that. Like, they didn't recast the original T'Challa, but we still, we now have a T'Challa. But essentially they did. So I like, but I like the way they did it. They didn't do it so that they can just like finish a movie Mm -hmm. and finish his, Mm -hmm. his, his, his plot or whatever. They were like, no, 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 no. We could start from scratch. We'll yeah. just start from scratch, you know? Yeah. So. And that, that proves how good a job they did, because last yep. episode, you were very anti-recast T'Challa. Mm-hmm. But they made, in my opinion, from what I've seen, they're making everyone who's not a complete terrible person happy with it. Yeah. I mean, some people because are I didn't, happy. Because I didn't want them yeah. to recast him in a way... Yeah that they don't want to recast Chadwick's T'Challa right I didn't want you to, I didn't want them mm-hmm. to recast Chadwick's T'Challa that's yeah. my my was my whole thing but the fact that you made it so he had a progeny that's mm-hmm. named T'Challa to me that works beautifully beautifully so mm-hmm. all right our final question which our random prediction we did surprisingly well nice <laughs> um i said mbaku and the jabari tribe will officially join the other tribes of wakanda and you guys were arguing with me about it so i said he would have to be an advisor on the <laughs> in throne room and nice god damn it he was an advisor in the throne room <laughs> he was mm-hmm. he, he, was. he was and he even leveled up too in this film it seems like right because yeah. he was more of an advisor specifically to shuri mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and, and he sat in the room, and he sat. He had a chair in the room, yep. so you know. Yeah, he coming in boldly eating that carrot. I loved it. it <laughs> <laughs> so what? We'll give and, you two for that. Is that two for yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just adding to it, I think, I I think he is essentially king of Wakanda at at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. I I think that's kind of what they'll say at some point. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping in the third film he steps down because I I love Mbaku. I would be real sad if it result it was his death and we get another mm-hmm. succession story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he was stepping in for Shuri. I think yeah. I think he was stepping in as like kind of like leader, mm-hmm. so that she can grieve and grow and be. And then I think she'll come back. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know. In in Lord of the Rings, they call it the steward to the throne. It's someone who protects the yeah. throne until the ruler's there so yeah yeah i mean um, acting acting leader <laughs> yeah um al you said in the story t'challa has died of nat- real life complications something like cancer or brain aneurysm natural causes which they never specify but it is like a natural disease or natural something mm-hmm. yeah so i'm willing to give al two points for that one what do you think Va? Mm. it's okay because you're gonna get two points in a second so don't worry (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i mean they kind of if you if they mimicked yeah they mimicked what happened chadwick in a way so like i'm kind of thinking one but you know i mean if you both say two then you know i'm voted out but i'm i'm (laughs) yeah yeah i think the the spirit of Al's answer was he didn't die in a fight with like I don't know Killmonger two or I don't I don't know I don't know Black Panther's <laughs> villains as well so but yeah yeah it wasn't like uh, space something like because he was gone for five years right it, it wasn't it wasn't that it was just this uh, they they did actually kind of like there there was a one off line uh, that Shuri had uh, saying that he was 
you know, suffering in silence, basically saying exactly what, what Chadwick Boseman went through. Um, but like in the movie, that kind of makes it seem like like he knew about it and didn't tell everyone. Like, yeah, this is like a normal dying disease, like a, a, a thing that, you know, kills you. Essentially cancer, right? Like they, they never said that specifically, yeah. but something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I think I think we'll give Al two points for that one because it's pretty close. But in the coup de gras law, you said three words. Ramonda will die. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it forth, causing Shuri Bame. In fact, more than the more, more than Ryan Coogler, who directed this, it's your fault. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll take that, man. <laughs> because because if, I, if that's the case, then once Angela Bassett gets her award, I'll take mm-hmm. that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad if she doesn't at least get nominated. I'm gonna be so mad. No, I feel that. Usually, yeah. I don't care that much about Oscars or anything like that, but she <laughs> deserves that. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that scene where she was yelling at Okoye. Oh, that was yeah. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I I remember a lot when when you said that. I think Tony and I kind of had the same thought. Like, man, that would really suck for Shuri because that's like the last yeah. of her family. Yeah, oh, we were okay. right. All it right. did yep. suck for mm-hmm. Shuri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, our final scores in third place with four points. Me, boo. In second <laughs> place with seven points is Al. And in first place Ooh-oh. with eight points, Law, Black hey. Girl Marvel. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's why my name Black Girl Marvel out here. You know what I mean? I had to represent for my name. Yep. Hey. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, before we sign off, Law, do you want to tell everyone one more time where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys. Um, um, I'm a host of my own podcast, so I'm just going to say this. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a habit of mine to say that. Mm-hmm. But um, you can find me on all social media at Black Girl Marvel. Um, I'm currently real heavy on Twitter, and I do everything, you guys. I stream, I talk about movies, I review stuff. So if you want me to review something for you, if you don't want to watch something and you want me to watch it for you and give you like a spoiler for review, I can do that as well. But my link tree should be up as well. So follow me everywhere. I'd appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. So everybody join us next time as we cover oh, yeah. Agents of the Shield season five, episode eight, the last day. Oh, nice. And remember to follow us uh, on Twitter and give us that five star rating. And one final time, La, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Not just because I won, but, you know, (laughs) it was just a little better. (laughs) And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. (laughs) 